This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And again, please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions, or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a conference call, or even a uh, video uh, chat as well. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Well, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great, Corey. Thanks for asking. I've had a really good week and, you know, keeping busy, uh, staying out of trouble. How about you? How are you doing? We're doing we're doing good. You know, uh, it's actually getting busy. You know, of course, everything's opening up somewhat, you know, now more a little bit more seems like every yep. week. So, uh, you know, we definitely have clients coming in. And just as a reminder, if you do want to set up a face to face meeting with me here in the office, you know, we're, we're taking all the, the COVID precautions. We also even have a, uh, you know, a, a plastic screen um, or, you know, a plastic screen on our conference tables uh, as oh, well. Oh, yeah, one of those, ple- uh, the plexiglass dividers, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. We have, we have a plexiglass divider up there as well. So uh, we're doing everything we can. We're wiping down, of course, and everything after every meetings. So we're trying to be as safe as we possibly can, you know, to really, you know, talk to people about their financial future. Yeah, that sounds great. And I'm glad you're doing that. You're also uh, doing some online uh, webinars, very educational. Uh, And uh, I was just looking at one of those. Those are very great. They're 30 minutes long, right? And there's no cost to that, is there? That's correct. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, there's a a 30 minute uh, webinar that you can actually go uh, watch. Um, and it, it's 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 good for the fact that it's it's called the seven essentials for a secure retirement. So we're going to talk about seven different things that uh, everyone should make sure that they have in place when we start talking about retirement. Again, yeah, it's it's a it's a thirty minute webinar. You can watch it on demand, or you can set up a, a date and time to be able to watch it as well. That's awesome. I, I think that's great. So, what are we talking about on the show today? Well, you know, Tony, what we're going to talk about today, um, and really what, you know, when you really start thinking about retirement, you know, it's easy to kind of get caught up in thinking about individual roles. You know, I'm putting this money amount of my salary away, or you have that company match, for instance. But for millions of Americans out there, you know, retirement's truly is, it's a joint venture with a spouse. So with that in mind, our show today is really going to explore how couples should prepare for retirement together. And, uh, you know, of course, this is something 
that uh, when we do meet face to face or you know video chat or even a conference call, um, it's something that we d- we definitely discuss is to be able to put together a retirement plan for both you and your spouse. Yeah, that sounds good. I- I'm interested in that. Obviously, my wife and I uh, want to have a solid retirement plan, and I'm intrigued by this topic, and not just from a financial professional. I can see how it would be easy to think about retirement as an opportunity to do more of the things we like to do, whether it's golfing or fishing or traveling. But as you said, a lot of people uh, will have a spouse during retirement. So that means you have to build that plan as a team, right? That's exactly right, Tony. You know, if you have a spouse, you know, that you're going to be spending retirement with, you're going to definitely need to do a lot of planning. You know, there's houses involved, there's kids, vacation funds, you know, maybe even uh, college funds and inheritances really to think about. So certainly planning around those kinds of topics would, you know, really have to be done together and you really need to be on the same page in order to make it to be successful. So there's a at, at balance.com, there's a recent article called the seven tips on planning for the future as a retired couple that I think does a very nice job of spelling out some of the key things you should be aware of as you really strategize for your retirement. Now, the first thing the article notes is discussing your big picture goals together. Yeah, and I had a feeling that's where we'd start. Obviously, everybody's going to have some things that are important to them. But really getting on the same page uh, with your goals is going to make the rest of the planning process easier, correct? Absolutely, Tony. You know, these conversations about the future are very important because they may lead to surprising revelations. For example, you know, one spouse may dream about retiring, you know, as early as possible, while the other partner may be happy with their work and, you know, would really like to continue, you know, to work, um, you know, who knows when they really want to retire? Could you know some of them might even be able to you know work into your seventies, or you might have one spouse may dream about you know a a you know retiring on a beachfront condo with a balcony, while the other partner may be set on the idea of taking an RV tour, you know of all the America's beautiful national parks, seeing you know seeing the USA. So the so the quicker each spouse you know spells out their ideal retirement, the sooner you can really begin designing a retirement strategy that considers the kind of retirement that you want for both. You know, the, and the the funny part about this, you know, sometimes Tony, is you know when I meet with clients or prospects for the very first time, sometimes these discussions are really the first time that it's really coming you know coming about, because you know when we sit down and go over, you know your goals and things at the very first meeting. It's just, sometimes it can be surprising of, of, you know, what some of the spouses say and really the other spouse was uh, was really unaware of what their goals or intentions were in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And I think but I think most couples are probably more than happy to find that common ground. And that's why having an open conversation before retirement can make a world of difference. I totally agree, Tony. And as many of our listeners might have guessed, really the next step in preparing for retirement as a couple is saving money together. In broad terms, each person's responsible for their own retirement. And if both of you and your spouse are working, you may both have retirement accounts, you know, through your employers or previous employers. So every couple's different. And, you know, everything, you know, we always talk about, you know, customization, everyone's situation is different, but it can be very helpful to approach retirement preparation, just like you make financial decisions about things like buying a home or a car, you know, with your spouse. It probably makes sense for you to make, you know, savings decisions together as well. 
Now, to our earlier point, you know, is your spouse contributing to their own 401k or 403b? If not, you know, could you afford to add a little more pre-tax income to your 401k to better position you and your spouse really to the joy, the kind of retirement that you, you know, that you're really hoping for, um, you know, as, as, as you do retire? Yeah. And that's a great question to ask. What does a saving together mean though? You said saving together. Yeah, Tony, you know, another factor that may apply to a good number of people is one spouse not working outside of the home. If that's your situation, you know, a spousal IRA may be a good way to go because it allows you to set aside funds in a tax deferred account, you know, for the benefit of the unemployed spouse. Well, Corey, so a spousal IRA seems like the kind of thing that could really be a valuable tool for a lot of people out there. Now, what do you have next for us? Well, you know, Tony, strategizing with when each spouse will claim their Social Security benefit is another very important thing that couples should do. We've talked about Social Security planning, you know, a lot on this radio show. But married couples are in a prime position to maximize lifetime Social Security income by carefully timing their individual and spousal claims. So this planning element is dependent upon, of course, you, your age, you know, in the age of, you know, the age of when you claim as well as when your your spouse claims as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Obviously, uh, you should probably start your planning even before you turn 62, uh, which is, of course, the earliest age you can collect Social Security if you wanted to do that. Um, this is a good conversation, but we do need to take a quick break here, Corey. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before the break? Yeah, sure, Tony. You know, one of the things I do want to mention about, you know, the Social Security is, you know, for our listeners out there, we can also do a Social Security maximization report for you. Um, and one of the things I would also do is encourage our listeners to visit our website. You can learn a little bit about that Social Security maximization report. Um, and again, that website is safeharboroh.com. Or you can always give us a call at 614 760 you know, we can sit down or jump on a call, discuss, you know, really on how we're going to be able to help you answer any questions, as well as address any concerns about your path to retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And the best way is to come in for that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And listeners, we'll be right back with more about how you can avoid common retirement strategy mistakes here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Safe Harbor Retirement Group now by going to safeharboroh.com or by calling us at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, be sure to click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. 
Now, during our show today, we've really been discussing how couples can and should prepare for retirement together. Yeah, a good topic, very educational. I've enjoyed our conversation so far today, Corey. Uh, What do you have next for us on this topic? Well, you know, Tony, during the retirement planning process, couples really need to consider their shared retirement, you know, their income needs. Uh, Depending on what stage you are in life, you may be able to accurately gauge how much money you'll need for retirement by estimating your annual expenses, you know, adding up some of, you know, some income from your guaranteed sources. Maybe you have Social Security, pensions, things like that. And then calculating the difference between the two so that you can adjust your savings needs accordingly. Now, this is also an area where, you know, frank and open dialogue is really going to be key, you know, between the couples as well. After all, it's entirely possible that while you're thinking you can craft a workable budget, and I know a lot of people hate that word budget, but, you know, with half of your, you know, current income, your, you know, your spouse may be envisioning a lifestyle that's going to require the same level of income that you're earning right now. So making sure your goals and expectations are aligned, it's very important. And that's definitely one of the things that we sit down and talk in the first meeting is what you, you know, what do you really truly think your income goals are going to be in retirement? Yeah, and that's important. It's important to get all those goals straightened out and making sure that both people get everything out in the open, all the expectations they have so you can discuss it and consider it. Obviously, communication is key with any relationship and as a couple, especially with retirement planning. I mean, the stakes are high and preparing for, you know, a comfortable retirement. That isn't the kind of process where either person wants to pull any punches. You want to make sure you lay it all out there and are working with a financial planner like yourself to help really uh, navigate you through that planning process. Now, what do you have next for us? Well, Tony, you know, the next good step that couples should take is is checking their beneficiaries. You know, do you remember when you first started socking away money into your 401k? You know, at that time, you had to include the name of one of your one or more of your beneficiaries who had received the money in the event of your death. You know, the hustle and bustle of everyday life can make it easy to forget to change your beneficiaries, you know, as your life circumstances change. But you're going to want to make certain that your beneficiary information is up to date as possible. And you also want to reevaluate this information after any major life events like a marriage, the birth of a child, a divorce, or even a death in the family. So that's one of the things that I would recommend. And, and one of the things that we do with all of our clients when we sit down with them, you know, at least on an annual basis, is review their beneficiaries to make sure anything hasn't changed. Because whatever you have on your beneficiary is the way things are going to go. It overrides even a will or a trust. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So how do how do we go about changing our beneficiaries if we need to? You know, it's a pretty simple process, Tony. You know, if you have an IRA, simply contact the brokerage firm or or uh, who you're working with. If you have a 401k, you can reach out to your human resources department. They'll have some paperwork for you to update. You should, you know, if you go online, you might be able to see how how your beneficiaries are already set up, and you can see if they actually need to be changed. Oh, okay. Uh, That sounds good. It seems simple enough. Uh, What's next? Well, Tony, another solid step that couples may want to consider is not retiring at the same time. 
I get it. Retiring at the same time might sound like a lot of fun. You know, you can take trips together, join a couple's golf league, and any number of other activities that, that really might be an interest to you. But the reality is retirement presents a lot of lifestyle adjustments that can be difficult to go through together. You know, by staggering your retirement dates, each spouse will have the space and time to gain a better sense of their daily routines, their goals, and social life like outside of the home. So it can also have a few more options in terms of choosing when to start your Social Security benefit as well, or you know when to start taking money even out of your retirement savings accounts. Right. And so uh, that's interesting. And I think that this is really important, obviously. I have to confess, I've never really thought about the notion of staggering retirement dates as a couple. But now that you've mentioned it, it really does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I think you're right, Tony. You know, before I move on to this next topic, I have to acknowledge that it's a bit of a departure, you know, from what we've discussed so far today, and that's divorce. Um, You know, when it comes to devising a robust financial strategy, we have to prepare for as many scenarios as possible. Even Even if you're happily, you know, married today, you know, divorce is still one of those potential realities that you can benefit from discussing. It might not be a comfortable discussion, but there are a number of retirement assets to factor in, you know, should your marriage come to a sudden end. With that in mind, some couples may want to secure individual retirement savings as a precaution. Now, bear in mind that the separation of marital assets can, you know, extend into retirement plans, you know, thanks to something called a qualified domestic relations order, or we call it a quattro, to, you know, to really divvy up the money in a way that avoids withdrawal penalties. Now, two other factors or two other things that you should consider are that you may be entitled to spousal support in retirement and that divorced or widowed spouses qualify for Social Security benefits based upon a spouse's record. All right. Hey, great show so far today. We've been talking about a few of the ways that couples can ensure that they're developing a plan for retirement that's going to work for each one of them. And it has been a great conversation so far, hasn't it? It has been a good conversation, Tony. You know, now in this segment, we're going to really kind of dive in a little deeper and look at mistakes couples make. You know, some of our source material here is inspired by another article from thebalance.com, five mistakes married couples make with their retirement planning. The first thing you should avoid, according to the article, is viewing money as my money or your money. You know, though one spouse may be inclined you know, to really invest their retirement money and another spouse may value a more aggressive track, right? The, the, the fact of the matter is a couple is usually better off taking a household view when it comes to planning for retirement. We kind of mentioned that in our very first segment a little earlier as well. Uh, what do you have next for us? Well, Tony, another common strategy mistake is, is really not considering differences in life expectancy, age, and health. Although a discussion about life expectancy isn't much fun, you know, it's really a very important step. And there are significant age gaps sometimes between spouses. So it can be more, that that even makes it even more important. You know, an age difference could mean that one spouse has to begin required minimum distributions, you know, from your retirement accounts several years before the other spouse. Lastly, Health differences, you know, between spouses can really have an effect on long-term care needs, health care plans, and the type of activities and travel that you do in retirement. Yeah, and so that's a good point, obviously. I think that's good. And I'll admit uh, that conversation about life expectancy 
doesn't sound very fun, though. Uh, but as you said, it's important. It's a critical part of this whole process and planning for retirement. It definitely is, Tony. You know, the next potential pitfall for couples applies specifically to those who have a pension and have to choose between a lump sum or a single life pension option. So it's fairly common for a retiree to cash in a pension plan in the belief that it's better to have money right now rather than having the money paid out during their lifetime. Now, the truth is that belief also can be wrong. And you really can do the math for yourself to determine the return you'd have to earn on investments to match the income that you're going to get from that single life option. So be wary of anyone who tells you that they really can do better than your pension plan you know, that's out there today. And that's why everyone's situation is different. And when we sit down and, and if you do have a lump sum option, we're going to go over all your different options um, you know, concerning that as well. Yeah, and it could have a big impact on your spouse. So what other pension insights do you have for us? Well, you know, Tony, couples really should keep in mind that a single life versus joint life options matter a lot. Now, here's an example of a potentially larger mistake. Let's say a corporate executive in their second marriage chooses a single life option for their pension plan, which means the benefit ends when they die, while at the same time making their spouse the beneficiary of their IRAs. Now, if that person passed away a year and a half into retirement, their pension immediately stops. Everyone involved may be, you know, really may have been better off if the, that corporate executive have chosen a joint life option and left their pension to their spouse while, you know, earmarking their IRAs for their children from their first marriage. So that's a, that's a classic example of something. Wow, that's a really stark example uh, that drives uh, the point home for me. Uh, this is a good chat so far. Let's uh, keep it going. Yeah, sounds like a great idea to me, Tony, here. So another thing that we should spend time on is the danger of ignoring differences in financial knowledge and experience. So it's very common for one spouse to be the primary decision maker because the other spouse is less comfortable making big money decisions or may not have the experience or needed skills to properly evaluate investment options or you know complex financial transactions. Now, accordingly, it's really important to determine how the less experienced spouse is going to handle the finances if the more experienced spouse, you know, dies first. Will they be able to manage potentially large sums of money? Or if not, will they be comfortable choosing an appropriate person to do it on their behalf? Yeah, making sure the surviving spouse, if they can't handle the finances on their own, has a trustworthy person to do it for them, a financial advisor or planner, seems incredibly important. Yeah, Tony, you couldn't be more right. And, you know, that's something that we definitely discuss with a lot of my clients in here today. And remember that older Americans have increasingly become targets for people who don't have their best financial interest in mind. So, you know, how would your spouse handle aggressive sales calls or pressure from someone who may be, you know, using common, you know, common scare tactics? Would that spouse be able to handle overtures, you know, from a so-called friend looking to take advantage? So every couple needs to have an honest conversation about these factors so that their financial strategy can really help, you know, head off some of their potential you know, dangers and challengers. And one of the things I highly recommend, and we talk about it on the show too, is making sure you work, you know, with a fiduciary advisor. They always have your best interests in mind. And of course, at Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors, you know, we do have a fiduciary obligation to our clients. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of power in a frank conversation and having a financial professional. Now, we're out of time for today's show, Corey. It just flew by. Uh, so why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you one more time before we go? Sure, Tony. You know, if any of our listeners out there have any questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or just give us a call at 614-760-0670. We can discuss, you know, really how my team might be able to help you answer your questions and address any financial concerns that you may have. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And again, if you just give us a call at 614-760-0670, you can set up that complimentary no obligation meeting with me and we can begin to make sure that you're going to meet your goals for retirement. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.